I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode 188. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here. And uh, I hope your new year is going really well. I'm excited for 2024. I'm excited for uh, some of the things I'm working on, some of the things that I'm working on within my own life. And I think 2024 is going to be fantastic. And I hope you have the same optimism. I hope you and your team and your family are really looking forward to the opportunity to grow in 2024. So today I'm going to talk to you about how you can win at your parenting goals in 2024. And I'm going to share some of the things that I think are really important, especially now when it comes to achieving your goals. And especially, it seems like towards the end of December and early January, everyone's talking about goals and New Year's resolutions. And I just, I want to take it in a different direction from the norm. And part of the reason I want to do this is that most people never even achieve their New Year's goals. In fact, I was reading less than 10% of people achieve their New Year's goals by the end of the year. And a vast majority quit their New Year's goals by the end of January. So today we're going to talk all about goals, what I think is the most important thing to do, if you want to win your parenting goals or achieve your goals, and this isn't the first time that I've talked about goals and habits, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about habits here, but if you go to today's podcast episode show notes, you can go to benpughcoaching.com slash 188. That will take you to the show notes. And I actually have three other podcasts where I talked about goals and parenting and habits, and those are linked in this show notes. So if you want to go check those out, you're more than welcome to. And one of the things that I think is important to address when it comes to New Year's goals and resolutions is that if less than 10% of people actually achieve their New Year's goals, Obviously, we're missing something. And I believe that the thing that we're missing is habits. And if you want to be one of the 10% of people who actually achieve their New Year's goals, I want to help you do that. And so that's why I've created this episode and other episodes in the past so that you can be one of the 10% of people that actually achieves their goals. So let's talk about the first thing when it comes to winning your parenting goals in 2024, and that is habits are the missing key to achieving your goals. And I I really like saying things that kind of go against the mainstream narrative. 
And this is no different. Around this time of year, like everyone's focusing on New Year's goals and everyone's preaching like, hey, you got to have your goals. You got to like, what's your big dream for 2024? And I'm over here on this other side preaching like, hey, habits are important. If you want to reach these big goals that everyone's talking about, you need to identify what are the habits that I need to create to get me to those goals. And if most people fail to reach their New Year's goals, this is just an indicator that we're missing something when it comes to how we do New Year's goals. And I believe that what we're missing is habit. Like people have the dreams, they have the goals, they have like plans set up for reaching their goals, but they don't focus on creating habits that will get them to their goal. So when it comes to your New Year's goals, I want to invite you to set your intention and to create habits that will get you towards that big future goal. And I want to invite you, shift your focus. Like most people are more focused on their goal and how it would feel and how amazing that would be. And that is an important part of the process because things are created spiritually before they're created physically. And if you can imagine it and if you can feel it, that's an important, powerful step. But once we've done that, I want to invite you to shift your focus from the big goal to the little daily habits that you need to accomplish that goal. And here are some questions to help you identify the habits that you need to make your goals a reality. And you can just ask yourself these questions and these would be a good journal prompt or just a good discussion with yourself. And so the first question is, what habits will make achieving this goal easy? Now, a lot of parents have the goal of losing weight. Um, you can explore what habits would make losing weight easy. Man, if I had the habit of eating only until I'm satisfied, rather until eating until I'm stuffed, that would make losing weight easy. If I had the habit of being active every single day, whether it's playing basketball, walking my dog, lifting weights, that would make my goal of weight loss easy. Um, maybe you have a goal of improving your relationship with your team. One habit that might make that easy is if me and my team were in the habit of doing something fun together at least once a week. So the first question is, what habits will make achieving this goal easy? The second question I want to invite you to ask yourself is, if I already accomplished this goal, what are some of the habits that I would be doing? And a lot of times when we think about like, okay, I want to lose 50 pounds and we think, okay, what habits would it take for me to get to that point of losing 50 pounds? Well, we're thinking about that from the context of where you are right now. So for me, for example, like I'd be thinking about, okay, so if I weigh 254 pounds and I want to get down to 195 pounds, what habits would help me get there? Well, a slightly different way to think of that is, no, if I weighed 195 pounds, what are some of the habits 
that I would be doing at that weight. And when I think about that, it's different. Like, man, I'd be playing pickleball. Like, I'd be in the habit of playing pickleball. I'd be in the habit of just playing pickup basketball games. Like, if someone's playing, like, I'm going to say, hey, I'll, I'll play. Like, let me join in. When you can identify, here are some of the habits that I would be doing if I had already accomplished my goal. Oftentimes, those are the very habits that you need to move towards achieving your goal. And then the last question I'd like to invite you to ask is, what am I willing to do regularly? Maybe regularly for you is like every single day, or maybe it's just five days a week, or maybe it's four times a month. Whatever regular is for you, ask yourself, what am I willing to do regularly to achieve this goal? And a lot of people are willing to do things for a month or for six months or a year until they reach the goal. But then the problem is if you're not willing to do it forever, you're probably not going to be willing to do it long enough to achieve your goal. So as you're going into 2024 and as you're thinking about like, how do I tackle my parenting goals? Really explore what are the habits that will help me achieve my goals? And when you understand this, achieving your goals becomes more doable. In fact, sometimes you can even forget about the goal completely and simply focus all of your energy on the habits. Because there's this interesting thing that happens with habits. Habits that will help you get to one big goal are probably tied to other big goals that you have in your life. So yeah, acknowledge the big goal, but have your attention be primarily on the habit. Okay, so number two, make your habits simple yet powerful. Sometimes it is easy to go crazy with your habits. Like I want to play basketball Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I want to lift weights every day, and I want to walk my dog, and I want to drink this much water, and like it just starts getting so complex and so complicated. But if you make your habits simple, you'll be more likely to do them. And if you make your habit simple and powerful, you'll be way more likely to stick with the habit long term. So rather than a big long list of everything you want to do, you might want to make it simple. And like maybe rather than having the habit of like doing all the exercises and all those things that you want to do, maybe you just have the simple habit of I'm going to be active every day. And you can make a simple checklist. It's like, well, when I'm active, like I play basketball, I walk the dog, I lift weights, I like whatever it is for you. And then each day, like you could check off what you've done. Like, oh man, today I play basketball. That's my activity for the day. I don't need to lift weights. I don't need to walk the dog. And you could give yourself a reward on the days when you're like, man, I played basketball and I took the dog on a walk. I lifted weights and I took the dog on the walk. It's powerful to make it simple because your mind wants to turn simple things into habits. And it doesn't really want to turn complex things into habits because they're too complex. So, that's one of the ways that you can take a complex habit and break it down 
into its simplest terms and say, oh yeah, I just, I want to be active every day. And then check off the ways that you're being active. Um, You might have the goal of, I want to give my teen a compliment every day. I want to laugh with my teen at least three or four times a week. They're just simple. You're not making them harder than they need to be. And another thing that is powerful is give yourself, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. So it's your simple habits are most powerful when you get a reward from those. So for example, one of my favorite habits is walking my dog. It's simple and it's powerful. And one of the reasons that it's simple is that I don't have to coordinate with other people. Like all I have to say is Cosmo, you want to go on a walk? And all of a sudden he perks up his tail's wagon. Like I can just take my dog and I can go. That's simple. But the thing that makes it powerful is that it's super rewarding. I love walking my dog. It helps me feel good physically. It helps me feel good emotionally. And it's fun. I enjoy hanging out with my dog. So I'm creating this habit. It's simple, but it's powerful because of all the benefits that it brings into my life. And when I walk my dog, like that's when I do some of my best thinking. That's where I get some of my good ideas. My back hurts less when I walk my dog. So as you explore making habits to achieve your goals in 2024, make sure that they're simple and powerful. Okay, let's talk about number three. Find an accountability partner. I like this one because I don't like to do anything alone. I like hanging out with people. I like involving people. Like That's why my dog is so helpful. If I'm going to go on a walk, I don't want to go alone. I want to bring someone with me. And for me, I bring my dog. If you have an accountability partner, it's going to be harder for you to give up when things get tough. And you'll also push yourself harder to achieve your goals because they're more at the top of your mind because someone else is tied to those. So there's power in having an accountability partner. And one of the ways that I like to do this is I like to have an accountability partner that's working towards the same or similar goals. And so for you, this might be like another mother or a parent or a foster parent, like someone who is working on improving their relationship with their teenager would be a great partner if you want accountability from someone who's working towards the same or similar goals. It can also be beneficial to have an accountability partner who's already accomplished the goal that you're working for. So that might be a coach or a mentor or maybe even a parent or a friend who you've noticed, oh man, they've already accomplished the goal that I want to accomplish. I wonder if they would be my accountability partner. And the last one, like this one is probably less well-known. Like it's pretty common to have accountability partners who are working on a same or similar goal or having a mentor, someone who's already achieved that. But this other kind of accountability partner, I believe, is underutilized. And they can also be super motivating. And this is someone that your goal benefits besides yourself. 
So for example, for this example, I often turn to my teens to be my accountability partners in my parenting. And if you have the goal of improving your relationship with your teen, and if you've identified the habit of like, I don't know, having five calm and interesting conversations with your teen each week, you might ask your teen to help you be accountable for that. Now, maybe your habit is to do a thought download every night before bed. Well, you could ask your teen to remind you and to check in with you and to help you be accountable. Now, not only do teens make great accountability partners, because seriously, let's face it, they love calling out their parents when you're not doing something, right? Like my teen, it's like, uh, like when I have my identity or my 10-word vision statement posted throughout my house, sometimes my kids will be like, dad, it doesn't like you're parenting with love or curiosity right now, and it's not very much fun. Like they like to point out when you're not walking the line, and that's great. It's also an opportunity for you to model some powerful behaviors for your teen. If you're like, hey, I'm going to do a thought download every night before I go to bed, would you be willing to help me be accountable and just check in with me? When they check in, you can say, yeah, it took me 10 minutes. Here it is. And here are some of the thoughts that I noticed. You're modeling a desired behavior for your teen when you allow them to be your accountability partner. Okay, so number four, be willing to feel uncomfortable. If you're trying to create new habits, it's going to get uncomfortable. That's okay. Be willing to feel uncomfortable. Be willing to suck at the new habit. If you're hoping a habit will help you accomplish a big goal, it's going to need to push you past your comfort zone. And this is exactly what you want. So when I start creating new habits, I often tell people around me, hey, I'm starting a new habit and I might really suck at it at first. And I might even forget, but I'm going to struggle my way through this as long as it takes. That way I'm creating accountability and I'm committing to discomfort. And if you think about it, like, so I play basketball uh, recently, I I noticed I have this bad habit. If I'm driving to the hoop, I want to go to my right so I can do a right-handed layup because that's a way higher percentage shot for me. And a couple of times, like the guys defending me were like, make him go left. He can't shoot with his left. Well, that was something that I was like, man, well, that sucks. Like they're taking part of my game away. So I practiced shooting left and I can do a left-handed layup. I can even kind of flick it up off the backboard like from a little bit further away than a layup with my left. And it's taken me months. And some of the guys have made fun of me because I've airballed a few shots and it looks unnatural and it feels uncomfortable. But I was willing to go through that to develop the skill of shooting with my left hand. So like just this morning at basketball, um, they, they're like, oh, make him go left. And I'm trying to drive right. Then I crossed over and I'm going left and I just laid it up and in with my left hand. And one of the guys guarding me is like, Ben, when did you start shooting left-handed? Well, a few months ago, but you didn't notice till now because now I'm making it. So be willing to feel uncomfortable. 
it's supposed to feel uncomfortable. If it's not uncomfortable, you're not developing a new habit. There should be that little bit of discomfort. Okay. The last one is make it fun and rewarding. Before we get to this one about making it fun and rewarding, I want to invite you. I'm going to be doing another Ask Me Anything webinar on Wednesday, January 24th at 12 noon Mountain Time. If you're struggling as a parent, come talk to me. Like People submit questions to me all the time, and I could write you a novel breaking it down, or you and I could just hop on the same Zoom call, and I could answer your question face-to-face, and I can help you work through some of your toughest parenting moments, and I can help you turn those tough parenting moments into powerful parenting moments. So if you're the type of parent who would like to improve your relationship with your teen, maybe you just want to up-level your parenting, come to my next Ask Me Anything webinar. It's on Wednesday, January 24th at 12 p.m. noon. Bring your favorite beverage, bring some popcorn, I don't know, do something, but just come hang out with me and let's get you the help that you need to really connect with your team. And you can go to today's show notes, just benpewcoaching.com slash 188. Scroll down to the bottom and that will give you the link to register for that webinar. And I would love to see you and help you be the parent of your dreams. Okay, so the number five little secret or tip to help you win your parenting goals in 2024 is make it fun and rewarding. And if you've followed me for a while, you know that I love making things fun. You've probably heard me say things like, man, it should be a party with a purpose. This is no different. If you want to carry out your habits throughout the whole year, if you want to achieve your goals, don't make them boring. I don't know why so many adults like to make life so boring and so dull. Make it fun. If you want to make habits that you'll stick with, make them fun. My favorite way to exercise is playing basketball. I like winning, but fundamentally, I just like having fun. And as much as winning is fun, the thing that is the most fun when it comes to basketball is I like hanging out with my friends. I like having a party when I exercise. So find ways to make your habits fun. And it's like one of the most important things that you can do. Not only will you stick with a habit longer, but you'll also give it better effort and better energy. I just think about it. When you're having fun, you put more effort into something. You care a little bit more. Um, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, well, sometimes like you're even more loose and it's easier and more natural. Make your goals fun. And also, <clears throat> when people have a hard time breaking old habits, one of the biggest reasons why they struggle to break the old habit is because the old habit is still benefiting them. Use this principle in reverse. It's hard to break old habits if you are benefiting from that old habit. So guess what? 
this principle that usually works against people trying to break their old habits, you can use it in your favor. Make the habit rewarding. If you're getting a benefit from your habit in the form of a reward, like I don't care what that is, like you could, you can take yourself out to a movie with your teen. If you guys can go a week and have five calm, positive conversations, like whatever it is for you, make it fun, make it rewarding. And if you're getting a benefit from your habit in the form of a reward, it will be easier for you to stick with a habit. And it will be something that you're excited for, something that you look forward to, rather than something that you dread. So the bottom line is, 2024 is the year. Don't put off your goals and dreams any longer, especially when it comes to parenting. Go all in on your dreams. You've got this. And if you want support, I'm here to help you. So quickly to review the five things that we talked about. Number one, habits are the missing key to achieving your goals. Number two, make your habits simple yet powerful. Number three, find an accountability partner. And number four, be willing to feel uncomfortable. And my all-time favorite, make it fun and rewarding is number five. With that, actually, let me just invite you one more time. Come join me Wednesday, January 24th at 12 p.m. Mountain Time. It's an Ask Me Anything webinar. If you want help in your parenting, come ask me the questions that you have so that I can help you be the parent of your dreams. Next week, be sure to tune into the podcast. We are talking about something that I feel is really, really powerful, and it actually goes hand-in-hand with habits and what we talked about today. But Next week's episode is going to be how to update outdated parenting programming. And this is powerful because if you're struggling with your parenting, if you're struggling with your teen, that means that you have some outdated programming and I want to help you update that outdated programming so that you can wire your brain to work the way that you want it to when it comes to parenting. So be sure that you tune in next week. I'll talk to you soon. Did you know that parents and teens all over the world are struggling? I believe that the most important thing that you can do in your teen's life is simply being an impactful parent, which means taking the time to understand what parenting traps are holding you back and then taking that knowledge and using it to completely up-level your parenting. This is why I've created a brand new quiz to help you better understand your own parenting traps. This quiz will help you pull back the curtain on your own parenting and gain some powerful insights so you can stop getting caught in the same old parent traps. This quiz will help you start being the parent of your dreams so you can finally create an impactful relationship with your team. This quiz will take you less than two or three minutes and it is completely free. If you want to take this quiz and better understand the traps that are keeping you stuck as a parent, go to benpewcoaching.com slash parent trap quiz and get an insight into what is holding you back as a parent so you can completely up-level your parenting. I'll see you soon.